You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is Pet Sunday School. It's going to be good. You got nervous? Yes, he's nervous. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jandro, your host. Uh, hello, brothers, sisters, siblings, and nephews. This is Ben Sunday School. Today we have... Today we have here the great the star of Las Vegas, comedy magic, Mantonelli. Hey. And we also have... Benji Led, yes, he's alive. Hello. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. That was really beautiful. I want to keep, yes, he's alive. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, wasn't it? So here we are. Here we are. Here we yeah. Are, and yeah. we're finishing up uh, two weeks in Vegas uh, for you. And uh, how how is it? Uh, you know. Uh, a bit long. A bit long. <laughs> you haven't given him paella. He's upset about it. We, we will see. You will see. We, you, we will have paella on Tuesday. Okay. We've made reservations at, what's his name, Jose? Uh, Jose Andres. Jose Andres. Chef Jose Andres. He's, uh, he's one of the best. And does so much for uh, people to feed the hungry yes. and do yes. all of it. I mean, I guess oh, that's what cooks do, but I mean also feeding people. Yeah. Who are, <laughs> feeds the actual hungry. The actual hungry. <laughs> he goes around the world. He's a great man, a great man. Have you met him? No, on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, we'll go, we'll have tapas. Yes, of course. Paella. Oh. And they have many, many vegan choices you don't give a fuck about. Of, of course. I I hope they... Uh, vegan choices is not Spanish food, you know? Yeah. Okay. But, but he, he calls it Spanish yes. food. Are you arguing with Jose? No. Uh, I, uh, first we eat, and then we talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's leaving right before Thanksgiving. He's leaving right before a true American feast. Is yeah. Yes. yes. Now, uh, 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 my friend Jonathan Ross uh, yes. did, a, um, did a series about America uh, way back in the early 90s called um uh what was the other one it was fat stupid and lazy it was, no they're not lazy it was fat I'm stupid think what my wife says <laughs> it was the three things he did a special on each one of those of america's fat and on stupid and there was one of them maybe it was like violent or something okay but, Pro uh, probably yeah probably geography is probably my other guess but here you are yeah. uh you've been this is the longest you've ever been in the united yes. states of america yes and um, and what are your, I mean, honestly, what are your observations? Now, we want to say that this is really not fair. Yeah. Because Hondro has been living in a casino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the Rio. So you could not get, I had a uh, uh, an Israeli girlfriend for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was, um, uh, as I said, from Israel. She'd lived in South America and in Israel her whole life. She came to the U.S. and we started dating. And I took her up to meet uh, my mom and dad in New England. So she went to 
Greenfield, Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts, New England. And after meeting my whole family, at one moment she went, too much America. (laughs) (laughs) Too much America. Now you are, if anyone has ever been in too much America. Yes. Living in a casino for two weeks, coming from Valencia (laughs) to Las Vegas, you are getting too much America. Yes. And right right in uh, walk, because I know you take a walk every morning or most mornings, and you walk through Las Vegas. And I know it's weird because of COVID and so on, but um, what are your insights into America? Seriously. No, I I like that there are so many different people. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's because it's Vegas. I don't know, but there you find uh, all type of people and that I like different cultures here. I don't know why, but too much. I find, I I don't know if I should say this, but people very fat. Yeah, very fat. (laughs) I I have nothing against fat people, but extremely fat. Mm -hmm. And I think they should try olive oil or, or... Oh, well, olive or, oil won't make you less fat. Or, or a salad. A salad. <laughs> salad. There we Salad's go. good work. thinking, yeah. So yeah. I, I've eaten here more fat and sugar than in the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. If you move to America, you automatically gain 15 pounds. Yeah. Everybody does. And, and it's also very expensive, everything. Mm-hmm. Extremely expensive. Yeah. Well, you're also coming here at a time... Coming out of COVID and supply chain and stuff like that, that may be a little bit distorted, but yeah. And, and you know, for example, in the hotels, it's very strange. I want to go to my room by the stairs, walking. Mm-hmm. I I haven't found them. No, you can't. You can't. You can't walk. So to today, I decided to go down, mm-hmm. and I I looked. Oh, exit stairs. They said emergency. Well, it's an emergency. I want to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so I went all the floors down. Arrived to. To a play, I have it. I have a video about it, and I went, and there was like a big uh, uh, hallway, 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 and I've seen that in films. Mm-hmm. That's where they normally take the president out when someone is shooting him. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was alone. I thought I thought someone was going to kill me mm-hmm. because it was cold. There were only uh, pipes there, electricity pipes, mm-hmm. and then I arrived at the end after walking so much to a door. And I believe the the street was outside that door, <laughs> but it said, careful, door with alarm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if I could open it, mm-hmm. but maybe if I open it and an alarm came, maybe the police would come they and would. get me. They'd yeah. shoot you, yeah. So I had to for, go. For exercising. For- <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't go out. So I couldn't go to, so I had to go. Why again. aren't you still in there? Well, because I had, I, Matt was going to get me, so I had to go again to my room and get the elevator. So you walked all the way back yes, up? Yes, of course. <laughs> so, but there's, there's not a stair. That's right. why you are fat, because you don't walk stairs. <laughs> it's so easy. Why don't you do it? Oh, I do it. I do eyes, do it. Yeah. No, I but do. I do. Stairs. You mean other Americans? Stairs, elevators and stairs. And you decide. You decide. Freedom. <laughs> You have the, sta- the Statue of Liberty. That's Liberty. I can choose stairs or elevator. No elevator in the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> now, one of the things uh, that you point out, you know, I always, uh, uh, and I think this is important to say, one of the things you talk about, everybody talks about, is the amount of turmoil in the U.S., the amount of uh, 
trouble with racism mm -hmm. and trying to get cultures to live together. And the thing you often forget until you travel the rest of the world is that not many other places are trying it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just pointed out there, and that's not just Las Vegas. That is much of America, not all of it. No. There are places in Montana that are pretty homogeneous. But um, a lot of America is very heterogeneous. You know, we have people of many, many different cultures living here. And I assume, I haven't been to Valencia in mm -hmm. 30, 40 years, but uh, I assume you have a more homogeneous population. Yes. Here, here, for example, there are many black people, many Asian, many from Mexico, many Latin, many, and, and when they hear me speaking or saying something, they are uh, not very nice to me. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? And when I say from Spain, they all get very happy. Oh, <laughs> where? and they start to say me uh, things in Spanish. Uh -huh. I don't understand what they say, but they say. And in uh, what do you don't understand what they, they say? say? What they guacamole? Say, what, uh, ahorita no sé qué. That's Mexican, but they, it's funny and it's happy. They want they want me to be happy, and they say those things. I go, I got in a taxi. The taxi man asked me, I'm from Spain. Oh, and he started talking about football, soccer. I see. Of Spain, Barcelona, Madrid, Atletico de Madrid, all the players. Ten minutes. I, do, I know nothing about soccer. He you knew, don't know football? No, nothing. He knew everything. And he put me on a screen the results of the games in Spain. So I was happy to know what was going with it. <laughs> Wow. So, so people are here very happy when I say I'm from Spain, so I feel good here. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, oh, that's one of the things that a friend pointed out to me, that we have all this turmoil over abortion. Yeah. Uh, for instance, just one of the many things. Right. But uh, most other cultures, I mean, if you're in Italy, there's not going to be that kind of conflict because... Um, Culturally and religiously, much more homogeneous they there. They separate, yeah. Yeah, they're just all the same. Yeah. So that they, uh, so that you have that kind of stuff. And I think America is is experiencing how difficult it is to get people from all different cultures to live together. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Should be really wicked simple. It's all just people. Yeah. But that that uh, that culture that culture gets in the way. And certainly, you know, we've had. Um, We've had an abundance of food for a little bit longer than everyone else. Not long, not much. You know, right. They're only like 10, 15 years behind us. Yeah. But uh, as the diet changes and as you see, you know, Pizza Hut's all over the world and KFC's all over the world, uh, this will be, we are, we are where the world is going in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, especially, yeah. especially Asia, you know. So if you're listening in a foreign country, there, we are going to put cheese in your pizza crust. Mm -hmm. We're going to find a way to get cheese inside the edge of that pizza. We did a Super Bowl ad for uh, for pizza. Yeah. And uh, we were talking to the big, big cheeses. And <laughs> um, they said, yeah, we have to, uh, we can inject cheese into everything. Yeah. Uh, cheese, uh, if you needed to, um, you know, meat and cheese are why Americans are fat, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it, it's remarkable. The actual numbers from 1990 to now, which seems fairly recent. I mean, it is, we were alive. Yeah. You know, uh, the amount of, uh, of, of cheese in the diet has doubled. Yeah. I mean, how is that possible? 
that the, that the whole country can eat twice as much cheese. And you know when and, uh, and cashews, right? Because a lot of people talk about how much fats in cashews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we well, lost our number one status over a decade ago. What was that? We're no longer the most obese country. What is? All of the uh, Oceania, Samoan Islands are number one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Samoan Islands win. But the fattest uh, state is still Mississippi, right? I don't know. I'll check into it. Yeah, something right. like that. But Nevada does its part. But I think it's, you know, and you've got to have a little bit of, um, you know, I've, as I've lost 100 pounds, and uh, that was very, very good, and um, very difficult. And uh, the stuff that I've read uh, about, about diet in the U.S., it's not amazing that so many Americans are fat. It's amazing that some Americans aren't. Mm-hmm. I mean, food is so available. And, and once you realize, and it's so dumb, once you realize that advertising works, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that once, yeah, once you realize that just how many times you're just being told to eat terrible things all yeah, day long, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Everything has so much sugar here. Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I saw a machine. I, I couldn't believe it. I uh, I thought it had sandwiches, mm-hmm. okay, where you put money and a sandwich falls and mm-hmm. you get it. I said, oh, how nice is this machine, so colorful. Mm-hmm. Oh, sandwiches with color. Let me check. And they were not sandwiches. They were cakes. Yeah. I had never seen that. And I said, no one is going to buy a, a piece, big piece of cake from here. All the people all the time. Yeah. Well, there's the magic word is muffin. Yeah. They pretend that a muffin is something other than cake. But this is a, a triangular piece of cake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. El trozo. El trozo. El trozo de tarta. El trozo de tarta. Con azúcar. Sí. Con, con, <laughs> mucho. con mucho azúcar. Y lo sabes. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's remarkable. Uh, but the, uh, the Samoan Islands, I guess, are still beating us. That, that uh, poi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three-finger poi. So, uh, what else? What else about it besides uh, food? What else about America? Well, I don't like the traffic lights. You know, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, in Spain you stop where the traffic light is, if, no matter what. If you are in a crossroad. No, he see. He tried to explain this to me. Uh, we put our stoplights on the far side of the intersection so you can fucking see them. <laughs> <laughs> they put their stoplights on the near side of the intersection so you can't see the fucking stoplight that you're supposed to follow. So is everybody right? in Spain's not yeah. looking up their yeah. windshield. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah. You, you stop where the sign is. Uh, so if I get a car here, I would stop in the <laughs> middle well, and I would die. We're going to make sure you don't get a car here. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a fine policy to have for hosting hot. But it's very, that's very dangerous. Extremely dangerous. Okay, it's your country. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> but you should check it up. I mean. What are you talking about? We want to have the stop. There is a, C, a very clear no, co- stop line. No, no. There is a stop line. No. There's a line for you to stop. It's a white no. line. And you have. It's a white line. It's a white line so. that you stop. The stop line. <laughs> then you look up and see the light and tell you what to do at the fucking stop line. It's too far. <laughs> too I far. I don't, too far. I don't see this in when they do the, the elections. I don't see them 
debate this important thing. <laughs> so, if I liked it, I will move okay, the yeah. lights to I would, where they belong. I would come here to live, but I can't <laughs> because of this small detail. <laughs> and that they won't allow you. That Another small detail. Okay, okay. Are we taking immigrants from Spain? <laughs> I think so. I think okay. that... That's not what Trump considers a shithole country. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want the numbers? Uh, yeah. So Mississippi, number one in the state, or in the in the states, at thirty nine point seven percent obesity, not overweight, but obesity, uh -huh. and Nauru at sixty one percent in the world. Wow! Also, Twice as many obese people. Also, obesity, not overweight. Wow. It's sitting at like 96, 97% overweight. Amazing. What I say? You say, take the stairs. What I say? Get don't, the stairs. If don't you get buy the, cake in a machine. It, drink, <laughs> if you drink water, you take the stairs, and you then get that cake, perfect. That's it. That's, That's it. it. So what they need to do is like, we've been doing those, like, those crate challenges. They just need to build stairs and just go right up and right down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> and there, there, there is also something here that uh, we have to talk. It's about the tip. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. always hard. To, yeah, we have to talk about that. Okay, let's Th talk about it. How much is it? Twenty, twenty. I pay twenty. But if you tell me twenty and I pay twenty, and you look at me very badly because I don't know, I have to pay the tip. Don't look at me like that. Twenty percent is always okay. Yes, but but in Spain, if, if that's the price, you don't have to pay more. They've tried that. Uh, I I am so against tipping. I want to just pay the price. Not only I'm talking like him now. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you say? <laughs> how you say? Como se dice? It's fairer to everybody. You can pay the kitchen help better. Uh, dishwashers, bus boys get paid better, or busing people get paid better, and um, everything is better. Yeah, it, you're not, you don't have free riders. Everything's right. They've tried, mm -hmm. really tried hard to open restaurants in New York. Everybody tries every once in a while. That is no tipping allowed, and the price is just the price, and they have always failed. <laughs> it's always. the strangest thing. Yeah, and even when there was like a, a kind of like a. Um, consolidating of tipping and all of a sudden now everything's tipping so like uber when it first came out it was the, one of the benefits of it was you it was uh -huh. supposed to be all inclusive no tip mm -hmm. then lyft came around and you could tip so then uber had to add tipping and so then suddenly you were a cheapskate if you weren't tipping on your uber and even it was supposed to be included. in spain you tip if you want well see that's i don't want that i want what? there to be no tipping allowed and the prices to be really wicked high that's what i want yeah uh, I, I also would like one price for things. I like one price for things. Like when you go on an airplane and everybody's paid a different price for the seat, what I like to do is like to whoever I'm sitting next to, I just say, what did you pay? <laughs> then whatever they say, I say like 10% of it. <laughs> How much did you pay? I got this. I got the flight for 250 bucks. Huh? I, I paid 25. <laughs> <laughs> I got a deal. I guess you didn't see the button you could click on the website. <laughs> Just so that they will the whole time be fuming about that. Yeah. Nice person. Yeah, yeah. Simpatico. 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 See. But, uh, yeah, I would like there to just be one. Now, when do you tip in Spain? Talk about, you well, said, if you want to, what do you do? You can tip, for example, in a restaurant if you want. 
If you but want, if you want, I don't want about if you want. I want to know the last time you tipped at a restaurant me? and tell the whole story. I, no, I don't know. I'm not a tipping person. <laughs> I'm not a tipper. <laughs> but is it considered like? Because I know friends. Who no, are, the problem is I I don't go out of of home. I don't remember when I went out of home. I don't oh, right. remember. Yeah. yeah. But don't. you don't tip your children if they take the dishes up or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> they have they have to do it. Yeah. They have to do it. It's called education. Sure. Yeah. We talk about that in another chapter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know friends who went to Germany and, and you know the Americans still feel compelled to tip. Mm-hmm. And they were tipping uh, and trying to buy rounds of drinks, and it was considered brash and showing off that you're American, and they were like hated for doing it because mm-hmm. uh, you don't do that. You don't show off any money in Germany. Wow! In Spain, yes, we say "esta la pago yo." This one I pay, and, and everyone gets something. Okay, it's normal. Yeah, yeah. How often do you do that? How often do you? you hey, like, I yeah. don't go out. I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a social life. <laughs> I don't have even a normal life. You've been touring, though. You tour with other magicians. This is the first tour I do. Well, tour to the Rio. I fo- the- no, no. I follow you on Instagram. You've been out and about. Yes, but when I go, I go to the theater. I perform and I come out. I come to house. You don't get a drink after? No, no. no we have a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Because we do go put the props on stage, rehearse the lights, and do the show, then put everything in the lorry, then go back. It's not as many years ago. Like gas tank, you say, I'll buy this gas. Yeah. For this. <laughs> I do, well, do you want a sandwich? Okay, I pay the sandwich. <laughs> That's all. You know, uh, Teller and I, even when we first started out, uh, one thing I don't ever like to do is to split a check. I never like to split a check. What yeah. is a split a check? When we go out to eat, yes. I say, okay, you owe this much, I owe this uh-huh. much. I hate to do that. So Teller and I, even when we were making the same amount of money, splitting all the money, traveling together, you know, one of us would always, we had no money. One of us would always pick up the check or the other one would, and we wouldn't keep track, you know? Yeah. And with my friends, we always did that. And uh, whenever I would go up with someone, they'd go, okay, who had the tuna? And they'd try to add it up. <laughs> I, I, I'd always be bothered by that. Yeah. In Spain, we divide. Always? We are four by four. We don't say who got the tuna, who got the hamburger. But you divide it up. When you are f- most I of the fi- time. I find it much more fun to, yeah. like, if, if you're friends yeah. to just kind of someone pick it up so that there's a feeling of um, uh, generosity. No, maybe we are not so generous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tipping is, uh, and as it started to happen again, I was I was uncomfortable about that. I got to ask Piff because we went to see Piff's show the other yeah. night, which is fabulous. Great show, great. Oh, so good! And the new room and the big room over at the Flamingo, he's just killing it. Yeah, really, he was really good crowd, and he was really on and so funny. Oh man, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, you know, and he's great. Yes, I hadn't seen him in this room. Yeah, it's so good. We were let in. Are you supposed to tip the maitre d's again? Because for a while you weren't. Yeah. Are you starting to do it again? I've seen people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they certainly all, I've, I've, I've been around as, you know, behind the scenes of Piff's show in the old theater. They certainly commiserate about it. Oh, they do. But there's also, well, with that, there's a, there's a reputation of like, that, that ushers a dick because all he does is look for tips and won't help anyone else. I see. And the other ushers like, no, we, 
most of the time, the answer is like, no, we do our job and we have to get tipped great. So the ones that you like and the ones that are good at their job, don't expect to get tipped and just like it when it occasionally happens. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so I don't think it's necessarily back in vogue. It, certainly, I mean, I think it's the whole thing of that. Um, there are certain elements of that theater that are general seating. Mm-hmm. And so it's about that right. tipping for seating. Boy, that's so hard to know exactly what to do, even for an American. Yeah. I don't, I even with like, if, if someone comes to my house and fix something, I'm like, do I throw extra money on the person who works, the professional person that I'm paying their professional rate for? Do I also offer them? I don't know. I have money? no idea. I have no, I have no idea. I try to avoid doing that as much as possible. Yeah. I have my wife and Glenn pay for everything, so I have to think Even about Even like that. now when you pay with a card, like a counter, like a coffee counter, and the tip option comes up, first option is 18%, 20%, 25%. I'm like, wait, this is waiter level? Like, I yeah. thought this was supposed to be less than waiter level. That's a problem. It's gotten confusing. It's gotten very confusing. Well, I know that there are websites yeah. that just track how celebrities tip. Yes. You yes? have a harder job than the rest. Yes? Yes. So I just hit 30% every time. Yeah. 30% on everything and just go, no one's going to yell at me for that, right? Yeah. No one's going to yell at me for but 30%. that's private information. Oh, they don't care. They don't care. Oh, how, how, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to, uh, it feels good to yell at a celebrity and take them down. Oh, I yeah. guess you missed the fappening. <laughs> The what? That's the uh, phone hacking of all the um, celebrities' nude photos. Oh, yeah. The, the big f- phone hack. What was that? A while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I knew about that. I knew about that. Andro's photos are still on the internet. That's yeah. pretty... No one wanted them. No one. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you fly well, Andro? When, when you fly back on Wednesday, will you have a comfortable flight? I hope. I hope. I mean, you sleep on airplanes and... I- the problem is when I have free things, free, I don't have to pay more. For mm-hmm. example, if they give me a meal and I don't have to pay, I eat it. Mm-hmm. They, if they offer me, do you want something? Is, I have to pay? No, I eat it. If there's a free movie, I see it. So I have so <laughs> many things to do in the plane that I prefer not to sleep, but I will sleep a little bit because mm-hmm. of jet lag. Yeah. Well, the jet lag, is there's horrible. no way to beat jet lag. There's no way to beat it. You cannot win. I have tried all sorts. I've tried staying up. I've tried taking a nap. I've tried eating. I've tried not eating. I've tried melatonin. I've tried not melatonin. I've tried narcotics. I've tried not narcotics. (laughs) Everything you could possibly do, and it's still miserable. Yeah, Yeah, I know. But now I'm good here. It has cost me a lot of time, and now when I'm good, I have to go back. Yeah. It's not fair. Okay. Just not fair. Not fair. Let's talk a little bit about Majuri. Majuri does this uh, great, great jewelry, uh, really great jewelry. I got some for my uh, my wife. She was just thrilled. It's fine jewelry for every day, and she wears it every day. And it's uh, less expensive. Does not have the traditional ten time markup. Limited edition product drops every Monday. Instead of seasonal releases like traditional retailers, pieces that suit everyone, every style, every budget. Pieces are handcrafted. Fairly priced and ethically sourced using 100% traceable gold and conflict-free diamonds. 
Plus, 70% of Majuri's gold is recycled. Majuri just launched seven new gift guides to make your holiday shopping easier than ever. There's something for everyone on your list, yourself included. If you don't know what to get for a gift or for yourself, it's easy to shop with, with guides like Most Gifted, the best-selling styles in everyone's wish list, under 150 bucks, well-loved piece with accessible prices, and uh, gifts for him, personalized, just great stuff. We, I got a ring. My, um, my wife just said the other day, she wears it all the time. She just loves it. Majuri has 18 karat gold for May. Use a thick layer of 18 karat solid gold over sterling silver for longer lasting wear. It's really good. Visit Majuri.com slash pen for 10% off your first order. That's Majuri.com slash pen for 10% off your first order. Really do check it out. It's very, very, very good. Yeah. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I, I'm just gonna change ship it completely. You have not told Penn the Rostov story, right? No. Let's hear it. Well, it's uh, in 2008. Uh, the the magic convention in Spain was in Valencia, uh -huh. so they told me, "Why don't you direct a gala, the opening gala? Normally, we have two galas: the opening gala and the international gala. So, the opening gala, we call it the bad gala." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they didn't give me the big gala they gave me the so so i said okay and we called it maldita gala maldita gala means the damn gala the damn gala, damn gala. Yeah. so i decided to do something a little bit different i bet you did yes <laughs> Nor normally and you see who is going to perform in the gala and you decide oh this is a good convention or bad convention so i invented um a magician that didn't exist, Rostov. Rostov from Ukraine. Ah. So people, okay, this one, the, Rostov, Ukraine. People started looking for Rostov. Mm -hmm. No one. Who is this guy? And he was a friend of mine, and uh, he was not a magician, of course. And but his name wasn't Rostov. No, no, either. No, 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 no. But yes, a friend. He was a friend. So the gala. Uh, uh, started with Rostov. Everyone was expecting, what is this guy going to do? He made an appearance between two panels, very good. He was in a tuxedo, so you saw he was from Ukraine. <laughs> okay. You knew he was not going to do very good modern thing, but maybe he was a classic from all... Okay, respect, respect. And he, he showed a bag... A paper bag, empty, <laughs> slowly, <laughs> from side to side, put the hand in and take a handkerchief, okay? And put it on a table. Okay, now the same, <laughs> the bag from and another handkerchief. Now again, he, he was four minutes doing this. <laughs> People could not believe it. People started with respect. Uh -huh. Some even applaud the first handkerchief. Yes. Like, okay, 
then you heard the audience talking about them. Mm -hmm. Rumors. People started... Murmurs. 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 People started booing. <laughs> I was there, and the people from the lights and stuff, please stop this. It's This joke has gone too far. And I said, no. They have really have to feel it. If, <laughs> if, if you don't get really annoyed, it's, it's just a joke. But if you feel what I've paid the entrance for this shit, so... It was people were really, really angry. They couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't believe because it was a the the principal theater of Valencia, very nice place, a very high ticket gala. It was a lot of, and I I really wanted the people to to suffer <laughs> <laughs> because if if not, it's a joke you you see coming. Sure, you know. So when I felt it was too much. <laughs> Too much. I went out. A, a little longer. A little longer. I was the MC. I was uh. the MC. <laughs> I, I went out and stopped the music. Only in that moment, the people gave me an ovation. <laughs> Only in that moment. It was huge. And the gala had started with a cameraman. For How did Rustaf react when you came out to stop the music? He was excellent. <laughs> he looked at me like not understanding what was happening. <laughs> and the uh, the camera con followed me because at the beginning a camera had followed me through the from the um, from the green room to the stage, you know, mm -hmm. and there was a big screen, so they saw what was going on live. So I the camera went running. I got him with the hand to the wings, opened the door of the theater, threw him out of the theater. Everyone could see this in the live, mm -hmm. and a a car came crushed him and killed him. <laughs> and I, end, I closed the doors, entered in the theater. Everyone was shocked because they had seen a car accident live because they didn't expect this in a live show. And I came out and said, well, for the next bit, we have an artist that comes from... And another ovation. All people got crazy, got <laughs> absolutely crazy. And then a very big, very great manipulator came, and it was a success. But that moment, it has. It was two thousand eight. Each time I see a magician that was in that gala, has never forgotten. They, now, um, how'd you do the uh, special effect in yeah, the car accident? That was that was great. Uh, a week before. We went and saw the, the exact light that it was going to be outside of the theater. Mm -hmm. And he was dressed doing the same act. I was dressed with the same clothes. So I choreographed everything. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment that I took him out and there was like a little black that you go from light on stage to black light. And sure. Dark. Yeah, outside, yeah, yeah. So there we, there we, we changed to the video mm -hmm. and we did like a video in a film i i shoot it i do, did the action i moved and the in that moment the camera was set in a in a tripod in a tripod a tripod so you could then edit uh -huh. so he did the ah boom he went running then the car came and then with the addition but then the the camera we did it in a way that i didn't see 
the car accident because when I turned back, the car hit Rostov, uh -huh. and the ca and the ca the camera he got it up from the tripod and followed me on stage. Uh -huh. So if you were looking at the live show, you didn't realize you were seeing a video sure. in that moment. Then you said, "Oh motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> so it it was it was. Great. It was a big, big moment. Big moment. And how'd you do the handkerchief out of the bag? <laughs> ah, well, that was... Ah, there was also a very... Then it was like three handkerchiefs and then uh, these spring flowers. You know, ah, and then, yes. And, and w the music he was using was a very old music. And maybe it was, imagine, 40 seconds of music. And then it started again. But you saw it wasn't well done. Yeah, it was just a loop. So you saw, bloop, and then it started. So yeah. it was very annoying, very annoying. <laughs> very. And I had Pen, so much fun. Pen Hiate performs The Magic of Rostov. <laughs> I like it so much that in, my, in the next show I did for theaters, I included that type of gag. And I did it in my, in my every, team, every time I did a show. I went, I said, oh, I need a deck of cards. I went, sorry, I went outside of the theater. There was a person there. Oh, yes, I have one. I got it and a car crashed him and went <laughs> inside. And I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it was because people didn't expect. Sure. That's a good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a surprise. It's, 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 it's a surprise. They, they don't expect to see that thing in that place. They don't expect to see someone hit by a car. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Wait, run it by me one more time. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's the thing Ru I do. Rostov. 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 When you're in charge of a gala and you're like, I know what I'll do. I'll piss people off. Yes. And I'll get a guy run over by a car. And have people go like, motherfucker. Uh, and, the, and the gala ended. Uh, there was... We had a... Did Rostov come back? No, yes, but in a diff I tell you how it ended. Okay. I had a sticker. Uh, uh, there was a silhouette of one of the performers in silhouette. You didn't know. And there was a, a question mark. You didn't know who he was. So imagine this, 2008. There was no... There, there was YouTube, but there was no social media. Right. And uh, there were not so viral... Uh, videos like mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. now each day you have hundreds but then too few and i came out and said uh, now we are going to see in a huge screen the most viewed video magic video it's not copperfield it's not tamarith it's not it's this and came out in the video ursula martinez she was the girl that she got they did the handkerchief vanish and got naked yeah that okay. was a great act and the video, I put the video and suddenly the video stopped. And, and the magician said, oh, and I said, don't worry, because she's here. And the, op the curtain opened and she was there, there on stage doing that act. Oh, great. And that was the end of the gala. Oh, that's nice. People got crazy. They started taking the phone. They couldn't believe she did the whole act. Uh, the, the old magician. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's a, it's a magician who strips naked and then makes handkerchiefs appear in startling places. And she ends up totally naked. Yes. The national magic trick. Yeah. Yep. And uh, old magicians have never forgiven me for that. Never. You cannot do this in a magic convention. Well, it was, and some people loved it. And it, yeah. was, it was absolutely great to end this gala. 
And then at the end, I said, all the artists come here. And of course, Rostov. And they pulled, Rostov was on top of a blanket. They <laughs> pulled him out on stage. We left him on stage. We all went and he was on stage while the people went to their houses. He was left alone on stage. I would say, I, Rostov's a gig I would like to book. Yes. yes. I would love so to play it, Rostov. So it was a, an interesting idea to do. I enjoyed it. So you didn't start a, um, a, a... Next year, they didn't try to top that? They didn't try to do... No, but people always say, oh, Maldita Gala, Rostov. They ask me, how is Rostov? They, they ask me. <laughs> now, the, the guy who played Rostov, what does he do for a living? Is he an actor? He's a, he's a teacher. Ah. He's, he's a teacher. He's called Manuel. He's a teacher. He loves me. But he has... He, if you see him, you would say, yeah, he's Rostov. <laughs> ah, I know him from Ukraine, you know. <laughs> great man, great man, great man. Just put Hondro in charge of something. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little over the top. Yep. Well, if they let me, I want to have total control. <laughs> I don't like, well, do this, and they say, but don't say this. Don't do that. Well, don't hire me. I mean... <laughs> Do we need to do things? Yeah. To do things. You need to do things. Do things. People have to, if they go to see a live show, they have to come back home saying, oh, I've seen something live. It's not, yeah. it's it's real. It's, yeah. it's an event. Yeah. Yeah, it should, it should be. It should be. Live. And it's getting, it's getting weirder and weirder because so much is on video all the time. Yeah. That ephemeral feeling of the live thing. It's just so different, too, you know? We think we have stuff documented, and we really don't. Right. You really don't experience stuff unless you're there. Yeah. You know? And that's one of the things, I don't know, it's, it's the same thing, you know? Uh, calories and information are exactly the same. We don't know how to handle too many calories, mm -hmm. and we don't know how to handle too much information. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. Um, uh, the Blue Man Group pointed out that... Um, one edition of the New York Times contains more information than someone in the 16th century would have gotten in their lifetime. Right. Uh, every day. And that's the New York Times, which is the oldest technology mm -hmm. we have right. in this country. Um, you, uh, when you talk about the amount that my children are taking in of TikTok nice. and Instagram, and Twitter, there's no way. You know, they tried to do a study of um, how access to porn all the time was affecting people. They wanted to do a study of that and couldn't find anyone to be their control group. Because mm -hmm. oh, right. everybody was taking in porn all the time. Yeah. So we're running an incredible experiment just in terms of sexuality of what we're doing by flooding people with sexual images whenever they want them. You know, right. there's bound to be changes. And for entertainment, you know, um, <clears throat> there was a book I was reading uh, about the carnival, uh, written in like 1910 or something, you know. And uh, uh, one of the uh, characters has a, has a terrible job in the circus. It's an awful job in the circus. He hates it. He's really working hard. And there's one sentence in there of the book that blew my mind. He said, but I get to hear music every day. And you realize it's only been, I don't know, 150 years 
that most people in the world get to hear music every day. 150 years ago, that wasn't true. Music was an event. Right. You know, you'd hear it on Friday, and it would be your friends playing it. Yeah. And now you can't get away from it. There's no restaurant that doesn't have music. Uh, people don't get in their cars without listening to music. It's just constant. So we've got, you know, we've got music, sex, calories, information, and excitement happening all the time to us. I'm trying to find a way for my children to get bored because yeah. I think boredom is really, really important. Mm -hmm. You know, the time you spend doing nothing is really valuable. And it's, and that's become something almost impossible to find. It's as hard to be bored as it is to walk down the stairs in a casino. Yeah. If you want, I can go over there and talk to him about Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First media bubble was player piano rolls at the turn of the 19th century. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, John Philip Sousa wrote an awful lot about, uh, uh, about, uh, the difference with recorded music and live music. He was totally against recorded music because he thought it would make it a commodity. And then John Philip Sousa realized how much money there was in it and made a lot of the original <laughs> Edison disc, but not without protest. <laughs> but it's, it's very strange. And you know, it's, um, it, it all ties into what, uh, uh, what uh, uh, we were talking about in Tim's Vermeer, mm -hmm. you know, that we're seeing everything through a lens. You yeah. know, art before the lens, mm -hmm. you know, art before the lens does not have vanishing points or shadows, which is insane uh, that the creation of the lens in the 16th century, whenever it was, um, changed art and that if you look at uh, art previously the 16th century, there are not shadows. There are not vanishing points. There's not perspective. It's yeah. flat out completely. Mm -hmm. And yet now we cannot, we cannot go even five minutes without seeing something through a lens. Because a picture is not what we ever see. We don't see things through a lens. And yet our imagination has changed that way. Right. So you talk about that kind of change that technology can make. The fact that you see vanishing points when they don't exist, when you're actually looking at them. Wow. You know, so some of um, uh, Hockney's, uh, his, his big drawings that Hockney's done are um, without vanishing points, without perspective, without a lens. And it's really revolutionary. You know, I went to see his show of um, very large trees over in England, and it's a drawing on a, a painting. I, I don't know the meaning. I think it's a painting. Uh, giant, you know, like, <laughs> give you the right analogy, movie screen size. Okay. But it doesn't have a lens perspective. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it, there isn't all going to a vanishing point. And for someone who's not a visual thinker like me, it's very hard to understand that. Right. But then also the idea that we don't get to hear, we don't get to hear silence. We don't get to see the world that isn't through a lens. And that's, that's part of the point of the trick in our show birthday mm -hmm. is how different it is to see something from one single point of view. Right. Which we don't experience. We're moving our heads around and we have two eyes. We don't experience it through a lens. And yet everything we take in 
every photograph and all art after Vermeer, you know, yeah. all becomes through the vanishing point. And that was the, um, the incredible thing about Picasso uh, and all those expressionists and um, um, uh, uh, artists was that they stopped doing that through a lens thing, which was absolutely radical. But Picasso said many times it wasn't. It was the way art was done before that. But there's great, um, uh, Hockney shows these great photos, well, not photos, these great drawings from China of, uh, of a walled city. And there are no shadows and there's no vanishing point. The idea of putting an image on paper without a lens is a whole different way of doing it than with a lens. Wow. And I, you know, and I tie that in directly with that social media stuff because it used to be wonderful really wonderful to go see like when i was uh, 17 to go see a rock and roll show jethro tull mothers of invention and then come back to your friends and tell them about it <laughs> through the lens of your heart you yeah. know what you'd experience what it felt like to you what the live show felt like to you and now i mean dylan uh, came back on tour after COVID, and instantly, the first appearance was up on YouTube through a lens and through that speaker. Yeah, and uh, I try to tell, uh, I try to say to my wife very often, to my children, they'll want to um, talk, tell me about something that happened. They'll want to show me mm -hmm. the video, and I try to say, "Tell me about it." I, I try to tell people all the time. I, I'd rather hear about it. Tell me what it means to you. Don't show it to me through a lens because that recording on the camera is no more accurate than you telling me. Mm -hmm. It's a little tiny picture. That's not what happened. You know. Also, I don't like, and this is just in that moment, I try to stop people from showing me what they're talking about on their phone all the time because I want to just hear your story. I want to empathize with you and your, your emotions through the story you're telling me. And what you do is you set me up with my empathy and then you shove something in front of my face and now I have to behave. I have to portray your feelings of the story when I watch the video for it to be a good thing that you put out your phone and shoved it in front of my face. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, I don't want to behave like you. I want to just, I want to just hear your version of it. Right. You know? And also you, you've done, I mean, there's the real obvious stuff that we're not even saying, which is you've cut off eye contact. Yeah. You've changed the position we're sitting in. You've done all that. Yeah. And uh, uh, I really, um, you know, I, I am as far from a Luddite as you can be. Right. I'm an early adopter, but that doesn't mean that everything that's going on is good. No, I just, I mean, and when I hang out, I just want to tell stories and laugh. Mm -hmm. I just want to shoot the shit. But for, for that, that's, that's good for us. I mean, we do live shows. Mm -hmm. So, so when people see a live show, and they are used to seeing everything through a lens, through when they really have a good time in a live show, they really appreciate. That's true. They really laugh. And they really and seeing the same bit in TV and seeing it live. It has nothing. It's nothing. no. It's so it's that it's when people come to see our shows, they have a really great experience, and they then they don't forget it as quickly. No, and, we, and that's good for us. It's also amazing that when people see f 
very few live shows. It's one of the reasons that shitty shows, terrible shows, do can do very well. Because that feeling of being in a theater and being seeing a live show, the lights and the sound of the people around you, there's been all sorts of studies that say uh, that some of the emotions you get hearing the Pope mm-hmm. and at a Springsteen concert right. and at a political rally are exactly the same. It's just being in a group of people. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, one of the many things that COVID has fucked up. I mean, I'm not coming out against COVID. I think it was overall it was a really good thing. Thank you. But okay. Okay. But, you. <laughs> but one of the bad things about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we ran a hell of a control experiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrible yeah. to not be in a crowd. I used to, uh, when I would go to movies, um, I, I was just different than a lot of my friends. I'd want to go the opening night and want to wait in line. I'd want to wait in line and I'd want to be cramped in my seat and I'd want people talking and screaming through the movie. I would try to go to, to, you know, Times Square to yeah. see the new Die Hard mm-hmm. so that you would have people, you don't go in there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I want that because otherwise I'll, I'll watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And COVID took that all away from us. You know, you, you don't have that crowd. Um, Although COVID overall good. Yeah, very, very overall good. Let me yeah. just keep saying that. Yeah. I mean, Zoom magic did not replace magic. No. Right. So. No. It, it's, uh, that experiment is done. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. And we saw through a lens, magic is just not as good. It's not as exciting. No. It's, it also is. is yeah, it's the hardest thing. I mean, I, recently, you know, I had to sub- make a make a video of my show to submit so I could perform in places. Um, and man, I just hated the yeah, hated that exercise because you just know as a live performer that you have so much intangible things happening in the room. There's so much more thoughts and feelings swimming in a room that just won't ever come through that lens uh, when you do your show. It's so hard, and that's even talking to Andro is. He approaches magic for television and his live shows completely, just two totally separate endeavors. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, television is so people know you and want to see you live. <laughs> that's, yes. That's it. Television is still to me just to advertise a live show, because. which I say on the show when I do the introduction to the Super Bowl bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say, we do this just to sell our show. <laughs> we do embarrassing fucking reality shows just to get you into this theater to see what we really do. And it works. It works. It works. It works. Television get out there. Andro, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you to you for coming to my show. Okay. Yeah. And, and Andro, uh, <laughs> if somebody yes. were to want to see uh, a lot of your wonderful appearances and also on, what do they search on the web to find it through a lens? I don't know. Uh, they, they I mean, do you have a website? I have a YouTube channel with the fuller things. For example, I have a website, Andro.tv. But uh, they can come to Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> maybe in May, if they want to see live show. Now show up, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago, come to Chicago. <laughs> Why do you whisper? I don't know. <laughs> his, Insta- his Instagram's a good follow, too. Yeah, I have Instagram. I didn't remember. I have Instagram yeah. also. Andro, J-A-N-D-R-O. Hundro. Hundro. Yeah. J-A-N-D-R-O. Like Hiete. Hiete. Just like Hiete. In the wild. I was, I went to uh, meet, meet a friend after they went to um, 
see opium uh, at the Cosmo. And uh, they just brought in a new Spanish ballerina to do a new act right. in the show. And she said, I'm from Spain. I said, oh, I'm, I'm hanging out with Hondro from Spain. He's a magician. I said, who? And I pulled up his Instagram. And she goes, oh, Hondro. And was oh. very excited to see him. Probably the best dancer you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, two kinds of people wear red shoes and you ain't no Spanish dancer. That was <laughs> Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha-cha-cha. You become naked. Okay, Andro. Thank you for coming. <laughs> bye bye. I don't know what I have to say. I love you. <laughs> That's Andro. J A N D R O dot TV. Gracias, mi amigo. De nada. Volveré. <laughs> Former terrorist. And we Padre. love you. You know who you, you guys I'm going to thank there? I do. I want to thank the following people who support us on patreon.com slash pen. They have access to ad-free episodes, the entire back catalog, and more. If you go to patreon.com slash pen, check it out and support the show if you like what you're hearing. These people do. Michelle Yeiser, Jonathan Kaplan, Brogan Hastings, Placida Scott, Dante Peace, Damian Martin, Adam Luce loves Matthew, Michael, Penn, Reddy, and Hondro, Timo Tihoff, Mark Pickenheim, Miriam Ingalls, Scott Kelly, Kelly M., Adam Berzins, Chris Marvin, Fractured Adventures, Carlos Alvarez, Michael Cornwall, Ross Devereaux, Rude Dudley, Ryan Matthews, Jeff Bacher, Eric Dobell, Michael Torbay, Ilan Lee, Leah B., and Jacob McCulley. Thank you! Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.